So you just walked across the stage, received that diploma, and you're on your way to a different world. A different world, you say? Yes, college. College for the first time as a freshman student. You're excited. It's getting ready to be fun. All the wonderful things that you are looking forward to accomplishing. But what do you do? What do you take? What do you eat? How much money do you need to have? Stay tuned. TK is going to let you in on a few first-time college tips right here on Working the Dash with TK. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, TK, and you are right back here inside of another podcast episode on Working the Dash. Well, I am so excited to bring to you this particular episode because we are going to be helping college freshmen. That's right. You just got that fresh, clean high school diploma and you are grown. Oh, so you think. Well, we're going to find out because we're getting ready to help you with some tips, tricks, and trades of the college life. That's right. You think one thing, but let me in. Let me tell you, there are some things you need to know. I'm going to let you in on a few secrets about that college life. So stick with me right here. There are so many things, a myriad of things that are going through your mind right now. You're getting ready to face college for the first time. And although you probably have had your share of sleepovers over the course of the years, and you probably have not, if you were like me, grew up in a household where you could not go to anybody's house and have sleepovers, and you did not get a chance to experience what we call fun, um, you're getting ready to, uh, you know, think that you're going to do all of that right now. But like, hey, hey, let's peel back some of these layers. What is this college life all about? What do you need to take? What do you need for your dorm room? What's the first, like, where do you start? It's all scrambly, just kind of like what I'm saying right now. It sounds just like that because this is how college life looks. But I want to make sure that you go organized in your thought process and that you um, start to mature as you matriculate. Did I just say something? I absolutely did. You must mature as you matriculate because a lot of things that you did in high school and that you had in high school, some of the luxuries of high school, you will not have in college. What was one luxury that you had in high school that you will not have in college? Well, even though you have a cell phone alarm, even though you have um, an alarm clock probably in your bedroom right now, uh, you also have people in your household who are possibly telling you to wake up um, or they are. there's noise being made in the home. Well, guess what? In college, you are responsible for getting yourself up. What's another thing in high school that you have that you will not experience in college? Guess what that is? That's going to be showing up to class on time and submitting assignments that you are given without any type of reminders. Your teachers, your instructors, your professors, they're not going to tap you on the shoulder and say, please, 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 TK, turn in your assignment. You're going to fail if you don't. So there's going to be some things we're going to be ready to unravel here. And as we go into this conversation, there's going to be so many other things that you're going to start to think about 
that, um, you know, we may not get into everything about that college life uh, from the onset, but first and foremost, let me congratulate each one of you for taking that step and for actually making it to this point to where you actually do need to know what is this college life all about? Well, if you are leaving your home and you are moving into a dormitory, uh, meaning that you will not be attending a trade or vocational school um, or even a community college because most of those particular uh, schools are not set up to board students. Most of those um, types of colleges, which they are very good colleges, um, I myself went to community college first because let me share why. Community college is actually the first two years of any four year degree program. So that's a two year institution. So let me put a pin right here. You do not spend four years in community college, okay? That is not how that works. You're supposed to get in and get out because primarily the first two years of college, which will be all of your basic um, in, instructional courses, your core general um, platform, it's going to be primarily a mirror of what you just did the last four years of high school, right? So you're going to have basic things such as science, biology, um, mathematics in, in certain formats, and you're going to start getting on this trajectory to place you into your four-year program, which will be the next two years of school, which will actually be your degree path. That's when you will start getting into the crust of what your actual degree program courses will be. So um, community college, trade school, vocational schools, those are all fine and well. And if you decide to go that route, I actually encourage it because most community colleges um, do have state programs that will pay for your first two years of school. So by no means am I turning you away from the four-year institution, but I am suggesting that if you find yourself in a financial situation whereby you do not have a lot of financial aid or you're not, a, um, you're not eligible for Pell Grants, which um, you know, I can get into financial aid because that is my line of work. Um, but if you do not qualify for Pell Grants or your parents make too much money for you to qualify for Pell Grant at this time, uh, the thing is, or you don't have scholarships, you can actually look into your state programs and see what type of funding or scholarship uh, programs are available to attend a, a two-year institution in your state because those are state funded colleges. So you would definitely want to check into a community college. But for those of you who are getting ready to soar off into the wind of that university life where you will start your entire four-year degree program, where you're not transferring the first two years of that college, community college program into a four-year degree uh, college or university, um, for those of you who will start there, my sisters started there. They started at the four-year institution. I did not. I started at community college. Another thing community college does, it actually helps you to uh, get that grade point average that you need to really, um, you know, help yourself go to the institution that you want to go to. That's another good reason to go. If you didn't do so well in high school, that was not my story, but if you did not do so well in high school, um, 
you can actually go to a community college, get those grades up, do very well there, and then transfer into a four-year institution. So let's get into the four-year institution. So you're leaving your home, you're leaving that comfy room that you have, you're leaving your mother and father's kitchen or whomever you're staying with right now, you're leaving their kitchen, you're leaving their house, you're leaving their key. Some parents and some guardians are not going to allow you to take that key. And you're leaving their gas in their gas tank in their car (laughs) because you may not be allowed to take your car uh, the first year of college because, and and you need to look at the instructions of that four-year institution because some four-year institutions do not allow students to have their own car for the obvious reasons, right? They don't want you in any trouble. They don't want you to be tempted to be off campus when you should be on campus. It's a myriad of things, a plethora of reasoning. So you wanna make sure. However, if you are allowed to bring your vehicle, you wanna be very responsible with that. And let me share this. See, I haven't even gotten into what you need to take inside of the dorm room. We, we still outside. We still outside the dorm room, right? Listen. If you take your car, let's just say you've been gifted a car. Uh, There are many young people who are being gifted cars these days. I mean, it's a huge event and and I love it. If you are given a key to a car and you are able to take your car to university, please, please, please hear my heart when I tell you, do not, I repeat, do not. I mean, I scream to the top of my lungs for the third time and I say, do not allow anybody to drive your vehicle. I don't care who they are, what family they come from, what their pedigree is. I don't care if they tell you that they are the first cousin to Gabriel the angel. Tell them no. You do not need to have anybody in your vehicle. Why? Because it's insurance now. You're getting into adult life. This is, you've got to make adult decisions. You cannot be crazy. You cannot act like you don't have common sense. This is just common sense. Do not give up your key for anybody. Stop being uh, the person that they will go to as well. So but when you drive that car on the kids, see, we're just now driving up to the campus, right? We haven't even gotten inside the dorm room because we're driving up to the campus. If you are able to do that and you drive to the campus, ensure that you get your campus tags, um, register your car on campus. Why? Why is that important? Because if anything is to happen, God forbid, if anything is to happen, your car needs to have a tag. It needs to be registered so that there's some type of tracking system to where, you know, uh, your car is there. Your, your parents, your guardians, they need to know that your car was registered with the university. They give you a parking tag. This also even helps you when you go to park because why? Some dorm um, will have you to pay to park and it will be illegal to park if you don't have a college tag. Am I right? Is anybody out there going to college but me? And I know this stuff is still going on. I know I've been out of college for a while. However, these are things that I went through and I want to make sure you are well aware of. So make sure your car tags are registered. Make sure you've got that little hanging tag. It may not look the best. You may not want to ruin what your car looks like with that tag or sticker hanging on it, but please do the right thing so that your car is registered on campus. Um, and I don't have to get into this long lecture about, um, when you go out, where you go out, but please be responsible. If you are going to take your car off campus, always let somebody know that you're going off campus. It is a lot of things happening in the world right now. Let me just pause just for a very serious 
moment here, a very solemn moment, that there are so many reports of people that are missing and, and young people that have gone um, you know, out and did not return and nobody knew where they were because they did not share information. Am I telling you to tell all of your business just to anybody? No, I am telling you, a trusted resident assistant or an instructor or uh, somebody that you become familiar with on camp, let them know, hey, I'm going out. It's 1030 and I know the pizza parlor is still open. See, I say a parlor. Um, y'all, I'm, I'm dating myself right here. I, the pizza place is already open. It's still open. And it could be because, you, you know, if you're in these university towns, they have late night food, right? You can go hang out. Hey, I'm running up to, uh, you know, the grocery store I'm doing. And if you don't have to go out not at night, don't. But there are a lot of times, you know, you're working and you're in the library and you're, you know, tell them you're going to the library. You're going to be there a little late. Tell somebody if you have to drive or get in your car physically and go. Another thing, do not walk back on that campus by yourself if it is not at night. There are a lot of campus police, a lot of um, people who are around that you can tell and there should be well-lit areas if you're going to be walking back late. Do not walk by yourself. Now, let's get inside of the dorm room. Oh my goodness, this is where it's going to be exciting. Once you get into that dorm room, you have all of these things packed inside of that car that I just told you about, right? You got everything ready to go, but what's, what's in your car? What's in your car? What do you need to put in this dorm room? Well, you need all of the essentials that you would actually have in your own private room, but do not take everything because why? The, the roommate that you have, you may not know them. You don't want everybody touching on all your stuff. Uh, but you do need something like a desk, a lamp, and some, some uh, dormitories are provided with this. Um, where I stayed, it was a private suite. So inside of that suite, we did not have to share um, you know, common areas such as we didn't have to go to a community bathroom and things of that nature. But if you're in a dormitory that actually has that, you're going to need to protect yourself and your things. So inside of your dorm, what are some just things that you need? You need, of course, a desk because you're going to have your computer. If anybody can think of, uh, <laughs> uh, that, that, uh, the legally blonde, um, you know, movie that was out and where Elle, she comes in, she's got her fuzzy pin, she's got her uh, fuzzy laptop and she's coming in and just no books, just, just happy to be at school and the room is decked out, but she has absolutely no idea <laughs> of college life, right? So we don't want you to be that way, but we want you to make sure that you do have a desk that you can work on you've got extension cord, you have, um, you know, proper lighting because that's going to be very important. So, uh, if you have, if you need extra lighting, you're going to need an extra lamp. You're going to need those things. You need an alarm clock that is not going to, um, you know, explode and wake up everybody, but you need something that's for yourself. You actually do need, um, you know, you need to, keep a clean space. You need to be able to have a clean space. You need linen. What I would tell you to do with your linen, if you know that you're going to have a twin bed, you need to bring at least three sets of lemon, uh, lemon, linen. You need, yeah, you're going to need lemon, fresh scent linen. <laughs> so you do need linen and you want to be able to change your linen. You want to check too, uh, for that mattress. You want to look at that mattress because you know, obviously you're moving into a dormitory where people have stayed. You want to make sure that there's nothing inside of that, uh, you know, encasement of that 
bed. I'm just, I'm just saying you want to bring a lot of cleaning supplies. You want to spray things down before you put your linen on that bed. You want to spray it down completely. So you need a lot of disinfectant. You're going to need all of that. Now, um, you can pretty up your desk all you want. You can put office supplies. Just make sure that you have enough space to do your homework. You know, you need space to read. You can't fill your desk because obviously you may be sharing a room. Now, if you're not sharing a room, you can put as much uh, as you want inside of that room, but be considerate to the roommate that you're going to have. Meet your roommate and start to get a vibe um, of your roommate. And if you do not vibe well with your roommate from the beginning, or you feel uneasy about your roommate, or you, um, listen, if you have uh, chips and cookies that come up missing you need to get out <laughs> I'm just kidding <laughs> you may want to report that because what you don't want and what we not gonna do is have me buying stuff and you just eating it without my permission right so uh you want to make sure that and I'm being facetious, but it real at the same time. You want to get a pulse check on your roommate. You really want to do that. You want to establish a good enough working relationship with your roommate because obviously you're going to be staying with them. You want to be able to keep a clean space. You cannot be junky and have a roommate. You can't have all your stuff all over the place because it's 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 uneasy for some, you know, for somebody staying with you. If you do get a small refrigerator, make sure you keep your refrigerator clean and do not have offensive smelling food. What do I mean by that? If you go out to eat and you're bringing home shrimp and dip and all of that stuff and it does not smell good, don't do that because now you are, you're creating a smell and odor inside of that room. And there's only so much a scented garbage bag is going to do, right? So you need a small little garbage can, uh, a garbage, you know, garbage bags, but guess, don't give all your stuff away. You're not at home. And even though you shouldn't do it at home, your parents are buying it at home. You have to buy it when you're at college, right? You don't have the money. If somebody keeps asking you to borrow stuff, even if you're looking at it and you have it to give, you need to tell them, I don't have it because you don't have it for them. Whew, I just said a mouthful. And, and look, I, I, I'm running out of time. I'm running out of time. Listen, you need to start um, with, you know, getting everything that you would have in your normal room. Look around your normal room right now and look at those things. You actually need a mirror. You need, here's, here's one of the most important things you're going to need on a college dorm, uh, in a college dorm is proper clothing, right? You always want to be dressed, ready to roll. I'm telling you right now, you do not need to sleep like you sleep at home. You need to have full pajamas. Just in case there's a fire drill in the middle of the night, you need to have on socks. You need to be able to slip on your, your that's why you got to keep a clean space. You need to slip on your house shoes. You need to be able to put on a house coat and be able to run out. You, you need to have all of these things available. You don't need a lot of clothes going to your first year, but what you do need, you need clothes that you can wear to campus. And if you're in, of course, cold weather states, you need a lot of things that's going to be warm. You need good coats. You need, uh, you, you need something that is going to be sustainable and something that's easy to wash. And guess what? Something that's easy to wear without being washed. <laughs> Oh my goodness. When you are in college, let me tell you something. You're going to have a clean pile. You're going to have a, a, I wore that yesterday, but it's, you know, under the arm still smell okay pile. And you're going to have a, like, I wore that for the last two, 
three days pile and it's going to be in the dirty clothes pile because you're going to have to pay to wash clothes. If you do not have a dorm that's set up with washing, washing machines and dryers that are complimentary for you staying there, you're going to have to buy detergent. You're going to have to have all of these different things. Again, look around your house. Look at what you just do normally during the day, normally during the week. And uh, you know, while you're at home, you know, you're just washing and you're not even conscious of how you're washing, but it changes the game when you a either have to go uh, up another floor or up three or four flights of stairs, or you might not have a, a elevator and you've got to carry clothes. You got to go look upstairs and make sure somebody didn't take your clothes out of the washing machine. Oh my God. I'm like, I'm running out of breath. Just thinking about this because I have lived this experience, right? <laughs> Literally y'all, somebody took my clothes out of the dryer, put them on the floor, put them, my white clothes on the floor. They put them on the floor and then I, I found them. They were on the floor. Like somebody had like laid on them, like made a pallet out of my clothes. So you've got to, you got to be aware of what's happening around you. So you may not be able to wash as frequently as you do at home. So you've got to know how to, how to work this out. So you've got to have some nice jogging suits you need to have. Um, and you also want to know how to, you know, there are going to be times, you know, when you're going to the student forums and you may want to, uh, you know, get work study opportunities. You may want to get a nice small part-time job. You're going to need at least two or three outfits that can dress up very nicely for your interviews. Um, or if you're, you know, on a debate or speech team in your first year, which I became, I was on a speech team on my first year. Um, I, I became a part of a speech club. If you have, you know, a, a top, a blazer, and a, a nice slacks. If you have a black, gray, or blue pair of slacks, you can always pair that with a, a white, nice French collar uh, shirt, you know, things of that nature. Have you a nice, one nice pair of heels and some tennis shoes? Because again, you're not going to be able to have everything that you have at your home, but you're not, you're going to need to bring some essential things. And there's going to have to be some things that you may not be able to bring with you, but that you will have to buy. I will suggest that you get a small, small part-time job if you need it. If you do not need it, do not get it, right? Um, also, make sure you wake up on time and get to class. Turn in all of your assignments on time, on time. I will talk about that another time. But uh, wake up and get to class. You do not pay to go to these universities to fail. Most of these classes are going to start at 8 o'clock a.m. That means if you're going to be competing for shower time and bathroom space, you got to get up. You got to get up. You got to get up. Okay. You can't stay laying down and you cannot snooze the day away, the day away. You have to get up. Okay. And get your life together so that you can be on time because, uh, I'm telling you, professors will lock the door on you. There are some out there that are like that. And by right, they should be, you're paying for an education. So you don't get to just walk in class. And now there are some professors who do not care. You can come or you don't have to come. They're going to give you the grade that you earn. They're not going to give you anything that you don't deserve. Whatever you work for there is what you've earned. And that's what you're going to get. Well, y'all listen, there's a lot more that I can talk about. Make sure you get you some nice blankets and, and all of these different things. Now get all the stuff you need, but don't overbuy, don't overspend, don't overpurchase anything right now. Of course, make sure that if you bring your electronics with you, that they're nicely labeled. Um, they're trackable. 
all of these different things. So, you know, we don't want to anticipate, we want to think that the world is just great. And we want to think of the people that are around us are just nice and that they, they love us and we love everybody. But guess what? You're not going to be able to trust everybody. Don't leave your stuff laying around. Do not just put your life in the hands of other people because, you know, we grow up in these trusting environments and we feel like when we go, especially church kids, I'm I'm just going to tell you right now, church children are sheltered in a sense and they trust people just because we're, we're taught to just trust because we think that the world through our eyes is just phenomenal, that everybody is okay. And that's not always the story. People are manipulative. They are deceptive and they will take you down through that. So there, so you have to take measures and precautions to take care of yourself, right? Protect yourself. So make sure you don't bring a lot of expensive things. Be as frugal and as, uh, as much of a minimalist as possible. Listen, my friends, my first time college students, you have nothing, absolutely nothing to prove to anyone. You're not competing for the best dorm room. Now you may have little contests like who has the best dorm door and, and all of that during a Christmas time or Easter or whatever, but you're not, you're not there to show off your, this, you know, your dormitory is not a palace. That's not for you to just say that I have the best of the best. That's not the time for that. You are there to receive an education. And while receiving an education, you need somewhere to sleep and take a bath. (laughs) And uh, I'm going to just suggest that you do not always eat and, you know, have a lot of snacks. But don't become too comfortable eating snacks all the time in your dormitory room. Because why? You know, it's it's hot. It's 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 crowded a little and you don't want critters. So you want to you want to make sure that you know if you're a crumb dropper, you want to make sure you don't eat a lot in your dormitory room. You want to eat in the common area space or step outside where you know somebody is going to be coming and vacuuming that stuff up. And keep a small little broom yourself. Get you a hand a, a hand vacuum and always keep a little small broom. They have a little small broom with the dustpan already attached. So you know, these are things y'all need to ask for. When you're going and you know, you can color code your room. You can do whatever you want to do, but make sure you protect yourself and everything and always have clean, 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 have enough underclothes where you can, you know, now those that's non-negotiable. You do not get to put those in the, um, almost smell good, almost clean or, um, not so clean pile. You those have to be clean. So you want an overabundance of underclothes and all of your products that you need to keep a, a, a nice, uh, hygiene Uh, with you. So in any case, there are so many other things we can talk about. These are just some essentials. Um, it is some important information that I wanted to drop on you. I love each and every one of you. And again, congratulations. Welcome to what we call a different world. It's going to be just that you're going to have an amazing time in college, but guess what? This is another thing I want you to do. Connect with professional individuals, look around your, uh, your university and start connecting with people where you see yourself. If you want to work in internships, that's when you start thinking about going to college for the first year, I don't want to overwhelm you, but start thinking on a professional level, get yourself. Don't just think about, Oh, what do I need to take? 
Oh, what? who's going to be coming in visiting my room? I'm going to be the one that's going to have the best looking room. I've got. That's not what this is all about. What you need to be concerned about is what's going to be my next career move? What's going to be my next step for internship? What professors are going to help me uh, catapult my educational goals to the next level? Those are the things I want you to start focusing in on. I love each and every one of you. And again, congratulations. Welcome to this new life, this life of excitement, this new journey. It's going to be phenomenal. I'll be back with more tips and 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 uh, and, and I don't want to even call them tricks of the trade. But I want to just say I'll be back with more essential um, information that you're going to need to be a successful college student. Well, as I always say, take care of yourself and take care of each other. And again, congratulations to all the 2023 graduates. And let's have an amazing first year of college. <laughs>